Welcome to the Raven and Rants podcast with Brandon and Kat. Welcome everybody to another episode of Raven and Rants podcast. We are back again this week with another episode where we we've taken we took a week off last time, but that's you know it happens. Uh, but this week we're back and accompanying me again on this awesome journey is my co-host and obviously the brains of this operation. Oh so yeah, says you're funny. She, Catherine, how you doing? I'm Kat? actually pretty sure that I said you're the brains of this operation. <laughs> Maybe not in general, but you are of this operation. Nah, yes. He's totally the one who set it all up. He's the one who does all the editing and everything. I just show up and talk. You know, I plan everything. I plan this, I plan our trip. <laughs> I'm, I'm planning. Just a planner. I'm just a planner. What you are a planner. You're driving us all nuts about Disney, but you must, are a planner. I'm a hyper planner. Yes. I like oh everything gosh. being ready and ready to go. I don't like waiting till the end. Yeah. We have how many months before we go? Six? We have one month before we got to start planning our reservations. <gasps> Not a whole month. You know, when we started planning this trip, it, it, it was like uh, 18 months we have... It creeps up on you in a hurry, man. Yes, I know. But anyway, tonight, Hi. We're on here. our episode, we are here. Maybe. We are going to be talking about a idea of taking books or video games and turning them into movies or TV shows. And we're going to give you a list of ones that we think would make good ones. But we'll also talk about some that was just an absolute travesty. Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. Okay. Yeah, that just popped in my head. Okay. Fun. There's a couple that I, I could come up with. That You're not wrong. Travesties. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do that today. Should be fun. So I guess I'll start. Okay. See, he's the brain of the operation. I, I know. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the books that I think would make a very good TV show, but not a movie. Because I think there's just too much. And I think that's really any David Eddings book. <laughs> <laughs> no um, kidding. But Bulgaria and Malorian in particular, I don't think you could make a movie out of it. You couldn't do a movie and make it justice unless you said, Peter Jackson, here, go. Yeah, you could do a trilogy out of the Bulgaria and the Malorian. I think you could actually break it down into three movies. You would have to do, I think you do six, three movies for each series. Yeah. Sorry, that's so what I meant. Movies. A trilogy yeah. for each series, absolutely. Okay. And then his other ones, the Elenium and the Sapphire Rose, you could actually... The Elenium and the Malor... No, what is the other one? I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't read those, so... You're totally missing out, um, honestly. Okay. So you have said. Read them. Um, yeah, I know. They would both make a good trilogy as well. Each. 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 But I, I think if you th if you sit down and say, "Hey, let's make a TV series," you get to something like HBO or Netflix or something like that. Just like, look at what they've done with like Game of Thrones or The Outlander, or the Pathfinder. It's Outlander. No, I can't. Remember. Whichever one uh, Stars is doing, they're really good. And I think I think regular network television would not be good, but 
because you're not going to be able to like take the Bulgaria, for example, you're not going to be able to sit down on regular television. Well, who knows these days, but in theory, you should not be able to sit there and watch somebody being, you know, uh, bent over an altar and having their hearts cut out. <laughs> no, they would just do it in shadow form so that all you'd see was the shadow of the person being bent over and something coming out. And then that would be it. It wouldn't actually be blood and guts. But it really doesn't have the same effect, though. You know, because and that was part of the whole part of that book series was the effect of of that on Garion. Uh huh. So I, I, leaving that out, I think would be a mistake, and which also leads me to one of my ones that were big gigantic stinker was Legend of the Seeker. Oh my gosh! Okay, those yeah. books are well. Okay, I like the first three. Those books can be quite incredible. That TV show was atrocious. I think they should start again. I don't, yeah, sure. Like, just forget know. that ever existed and just start again because it was atrocious. You know, I thought it started out okay. And really? Then it, just, it was okay. I mean, no, I, it wasn't. It was terrible. Like, the very first episode, it was like, okay, this is not good. They're going to stray a little bit. And then it just, it steadily got worse. Uh huh. And then it was, uh, and when they showed the tear in the veil and it was just like a crack in the ground, I about threw up in my mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are not wrong. Yeah, it's terrible. It was awful. Awful. But you yeah, so there's one of my uh, disasters, and then there's one I think would make a very good uh, TV series. I think it would be very good brought to film. And I always wanted to sit down and talk about who I think could play the different characters. But Bagaria is really fun to try to think of because he did such a good job of, of, of making those characters. Mm-hmm. So getting them cast right would be important. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So what about you? Um, I don't really have any that I'd say because the seeker was the one that really popped into my head. Although the, the Chronicles of Shannara that they've done as a TV show, Mm -hmm. I really waffle between whether or not I like it or hate it. (laughs) It was weird, right? (laughs) It is like the the guy who plays the Druid. Love him. He is so friggin' hot. He's such a good actor. Everything else. I'm kind of like, I don't know about this. It was like one episode. It was good. Like they're doing some good. And then the next, like what? It like they never could really. You couldn't get a handle on it. It was just strange. Exactly. And so there's a second season out, and I haven't actually watched it yet because I think I canceled the channel I got it on. Well, they canceled the whole series. I thought. Oh, they canceled season two halfway through. Yeah, it's it's over. They're not finishing it anymore. Which oh, is sad. That well, is sad because I kind of wanted I mean, to see what happened. The problem with the Chronicles of Shinar series, which what made it so strange also, was the channel it was on. It was MTV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if you would have told somebody back in 1982 that in 2019 that they wouldn't have music videos anymore, but they would be showing fantasy TV shows, <laughs> those people, the 80s would have laughed at you. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what happened. They don't do music videos anymore. It's really weird. But I, I, yeah, I really don't understand what the hell they're all about. It all went downhill when you started with the uh, the real world stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, weird. Chronicles of Arnie was okay. I thought, you know, it was just, eh. It was like, it, it waffled. 
It was, it was just strange. It, it was strange. I agree. Um, but one, there's actually a number of series I'd love to see turned into movies. And I have to admit, I like very strong female characters. And yeah. so, I know, it's shocking. I'm sure our listeners had <laughs> no idea that I like strong female characters. Um, but Which also one- leads you to the problem with the books from Terry Goodkind, right? Because in my opinion, now you tell me if I, you think I'm wrong. But Kaylin never could figure out was she was she a damsel in distress or a kick ass hero. Agreed. It was so weird. Agreed. <laughs> and unfortunately that has a lot to do with um how women are often portrayed in the media, though this is really changing, I have to admit. But often like really strong women, they can be very, very strong and then suddenly it's like they've lost their brains and they have to be saved at everything just so the man can be the hero. And I'm like, I don't understand. What happened? Like I got the last three books. It kind of made sense that basically what the sisters of the dart, which are another strong leads in that, in that series, which are really, they're evil as all get out, but they were cool. Uh, yeah. But they wiped Kaylin's memory. Right, so right. she becomes the helpless female right. who must well, be rescued. Not even really helpless. I mean, it didn't because she was still strong. She went back to being strong, Kaylin, but without her powers. So basically, it was for them to get Richard to basically surrender the sword because they were, they had to use it to open the box of Orden. Because I'm not, you didn't read the, the final trilogy, did you? No, thank God. Yeah. So. That was actually pretty decent. Now, what they did with Jagang just was blur. But it, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um. So the other one, or the one that I'd love to see, and I have so many of them, um, that I would love to see as an actual. Actually, each one could be a movie, and you could actually have a series because I don't think you need a television show for this. Um. So it's by Kristen Keshore, and the first book is called Graceling. And it's really, really interesting. It's about this girl named Katza who was basically born with the ability to kill with her bare, tongue, bare hands. Her and bare tongue? That's her bare, tongue. Her bare that, hands. It's a hell of a tongue. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so gracelings are people who have been graced by special abilities and they show up in different ways. So she can kill people with her bare hands. Uh-huh. Other people can do... A number of other things. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. Uh, one person um, can convince people just through the sound of their voice of falsehoods. And those people who are convinced by of the falsehood can then spread it around to other people. So it's like a plague. So this person can just lie about anything and make everybody believe it. So some of the Gracelings are not so good. Some of them are good. And it's just fascinating. So there's three books in the series now, and they don't all focus on Katza. Um, but it's it's really, really interesting. I got a little bored with the third book, I have to admit. But one and two were fantastic. And I think they would make really good standalone movies, to be honest. Even if you only did Graceling, it'd, be, it'd still be a really good movie. It's quite an interesting premise, and it's neat how the characters interact. Right. Yeah. So that's the one I'd say would make a good movie right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have one, um, mm-hmm. but here, but it's different because I think I wouldn't necessarily want them to do 
the books, which is weird, I know, but I just think doing something within the world that it exists would make a great TV series. And that's anything to do with like having the adventures of Dritz, not necessarily what's in the book, because some of them were not well written. I don't I love yeah, Lars Gravator, but not not always great. Um some of them are stupid. Yeah. So I think just him as a character, seeing him on the big screen would be amazing. And possibly Caterbury, because I think Caterbury's awesome, especially now. She's Yes, Caterbury is awesome. Ass. I fully support that. So, so yeah, I like to see Bruner. I like to see Dritz. I like to see Caterbury. I, I you know, I bless his heart. I even like to see Regis. Wolfgar can <laughs> back up to the north. But yes. yeah. I, I think the Legend of Dritz series in itself, just that the Forgotten Realms, the Sword Coast, anything to do would make very, very good fantasy. It would probably make better as a TV series than than a movie series. Yeah. But I think bringing the drow out would be really, really be interesting. But I would actually be very interested to see the reception of it from Mm -hmm. a a, uh, social standpoint. Because I know the drow are starting to change in the canon story part of it. Because for the longest time, the drow was... You know, you're stere- you're it's very stereotyping. You know, the colored people were bad. I mean, kind of how it, it seemed anyway. You know what's really sad about that? I have never actually associated that because it would never occur to me that someone of a particular color was bad. Well, I mean, you, you're right. But, I mean, if you think about the way they are portrayed and... There, right. you, you you could look at it from a different, a lot of different ways. You had, you know, the drow was, they were they were pictured that way because of, because of their skin. The the fact that they were run by the females and it was all different than everybody else. I always assumed they were evil because they worshipped Loth, and she's evil. But she's not evil, and that's what I like about Loth so much is she's not necessarily evil. Eh, we she's can debate chaos. that another day. She mm. loves chaos. She's chaotic. Because her champion within the last four or five books was Dritz. I haven't read them. I don't know. Yeah. She chose Dritz. It was pretty interesting. That doesn't mean he chose her. No, he basically had to do it to help her and stop some demons waking up. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's <laughs> a little different. Uh, which is actually really cool because you can actually go and play... If, if you know, we've talked about Dungeons and Dragons before. One of the pre-made modules, which is um, Out of the Abyss, I've talked to you about that one before, is mm-hmm. actually based around that story arc that happened in the books and the video games. And Neverwinter Online has that particular story arc in it. They also put it in the tabletop game as well. So it's pretty neat. So it all ties it all together nice and pretty. Fair enough. I know. I know. So my next disaster. And it broke my heart. Okay. Not so much the first time I saw it because I haven't read the book yet. Okay. But then I read the book. Then I got depressed. Wow. That's a whole gamut of emotions. Aragon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't disagree with you. But then I thought the books got weird too. And I stopped reading them because I was just like, dude, what are you doing? I thought he got better and better as he, as he got older, but it was so bad. The movie and yeah. it was so sad because the casting was great. 
And there's a reason that they didn't continue. Because they couldn't. Yeah, because they fucked it up. It, they, they literally could not continue. Idiots. And, uh, I mean, it was awful. It was awful. I mean, the actors were great. I, I enjoy Rachel Weiss. I think she's fantastic as, as Safira. I thought she was fine. Um, I, I like Jeremy Irons as Brom. I like John Malkovich as freaking uh, Galbatoris was fantastic. But it, it was, I don't know what they were doing. It was like mm-hmm. so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't disagree. It was weird. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. And I hate it for him because I really think that, the, you know, Christopher Pellini got screwed in this deal. Now, granted, he got a lot of money for it. Because it made a it made a good chunk of money at a theater, but they really butchered his like his series couldn't be finished in the, from a movie standpoint because of what they did, and they took advantage of him because he's fifteen he had no say. Mm-hmm. Yay Hollywood! Yeah, you gotta love Hollywood, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can't ever just leave something alone. They've got to try to make it their own. Uh, look at Ready Player One. There's some there are some excuses for that though. Nah, I don't know that I agree with them, but that's not what we're talking about. And when excuses from a standpoint of not being able to show certain places and things. Now, the romance portion, that's yep, that's but, unforgivable. Okay, so I understand that they can't show certain places or things. I get that. However, you can substitute it. You okay, how are you going to substitute Star Wars if Disney doesn't give you the the ability to use for what what do you mean for what okay we're gonna have to continue this discussion later because i think it's going to go very long and we're a little off topic yeah well we're on topic but not really (laughs) kind of not really your turn your turn so a tv series i would love to see is actually two but it's by the same author so it's ann bishop which is my favorite books and i've talked about them many times before but the Black Jewels series and the Others series that she has, which are two very distinct series, they should both be television shows because um, I don't think movies would actually capture the essence of the characters because the books are so detailed and so rich in how the characters develop. And that's really what they are. The books are about how amazing these characters grow and what they are having to face. And all the characters are rich. The villains are the protagonists and there's like 16 protagonists. It's really, really good. And I'd love to see it as a television show. And same with the others. Um, they're both fantastic. You should read them to begin with, but they should really make a television show of them. They're great. I'd love it. It would make me so, so happy provided that they got the right people. Cause if they tried to change the main characters into idiots, I would have to sue someone for intentional infliction of emotional shock. <laughs> Which is a real tort, by the way. Can I possibly sue Star Wars for what they did to Luke then? No. Oh. Well, why not? Did it emotionally hurt me? Too bad. Too bad? Too bad. Ugh. All right. You got any more dumpster fires? Um, The Golden Compass was a movie, and there's a reason why they didn't continue it, because it was a bad movie. Um, and the problem is that it's a really interesting story that could have been developed into a really great series, 
but it just kind of flattened because the people they had playing the characters were too one-dimensional. Nicole Kidman? Oh, don't even get me started on her. And it just... Because she's a terrible actress. That's not true. I loved her in Far and Away. She's a terrible yeah. actress. And uh, what was she's the so one-dimensional. Uh, man, Days of Thunder. Come on. Ugh. The Others? I'm not talking about... What? The movie The Others. Yeah, but as much as, like, okay, I understand that she was supposed to be the lead in that. Other things carried that movie. Not her. The kids were kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Like everything that was happening in that movie was really interesting. And it wasn't her. She just played like this permanently startled idiot the entire time. <sighs> so rude. I don't like her. Obviously. Yeah. So she should not be anywhere near any of the books that I think should be movies or television shows. <laughs> Did you but, know? Did you know that uh, Golden Compass has been picked back up? Oh, they're going to redo it? Not in a movie. As a TV show. Netflix has picked it up. Oh, nice. Along with Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, That kind of makes me happy, although I don't like what Netflix did to Titans. But um, although I watched the entire series and went, I don't know how I feel about this. Netflix didn't do anything with Titans. You've been on Netflix recently, right? Well, I'm sure they brought an episode, but it was a uh, uh, shoot. It was the DC Universe thing that they tried to do. Streaming service. They, it, very similar to um, kind of Amazon Prime. It's still CBS, a Netflix original. What CBS did with uh, Star Trek Discovery. Okay, but it's still a Netflix original. See, Netflix made that then? I did not know that. I'm looking at it. It says Netflix original DC Titans. That's bad. Yeah. Especially considering how good they were with freaking um, all the Marvel stuff. Yes. But they also made the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Don't even get me started on that. That's a train wreck. Don't even get me started on it. Okay. Well, those are two train wrecks that we've listed now. So you were surprisingly <sighs> enough, I actually watched some of the episodes and it was actually not as bad as I feared. Sabrina? No. She-Ra. Titans. Oh, God, no. Don't even get me it started on that one. It was not as bad as I feared. Glenn it's, likes it. It still had some issues. Like, I still can't understand for the life of me why you don't even mention Adam. <laughs> I understand you don't want her to be saved by Adam because she wasn't saved by Adam. She no. saved Adam, even in the original, but you can still you need to mention him. <laughs> yeah, he's her twin brother. Yeah. Kind of crucial. Very crucial. Yeah, and I agree. He doesn't save her. He brings the sword, which sparks her memory, and she saves herself, and then she saves him, and then she saves friggin' Etheria. Like, yes. it's not like she became a weak person just because Adam was there. No. no. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways, next. next. So, wow. books or video games that I think would make an interesting movie or TV series? Robert Jordan. 
Well, I, I was not going to say the will of time, but I think a will of time would be, it, you know, I've heard so much about the will of time. I've never read it. I've tried. Oh, dude. I've tried. God knows I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get past the first book. I don't that first deny book it. is killing me. The, killing the first me. half of that book, I'm kind of like, am I done yet? But it does get better. Although, like, I started reading it when I was, I don't even know how old, 13 or something. Um, so I kind of grew up with it. It took forever for him to write it, by the way. Like, forever. But I actually like the story. Yeah, he died. Interesting. He died before it was finished. Yeah, because he took forever to write it. What do you think is going to happen to George Martin? No, I, I'm giving George the benefit of the doubt. He's already like 80. And he's not in the best shape. Let's be real here. He's not, you know, the photo image of health. I don't know, man. I think the rock is the photo image of health. Yeah, <laughs> well. That man is ridiculous. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. But no, I mean, I hope so. We'll see what George does. He's he was born in 1948, dude. He's not that old. I don't know, man. He doesn't look. He's he, 70, not 80. He's a big dude, though. He's not. He's kind of. Oh, for crying out loud. Guy. That doesn't mean he's he, going to die. He could have heart problems. You never know. He could. High cholesterol. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Eating all them dragon burgers. For heaven's sakes. <laughs> there are skinny people with high cholesterol. Ain't that the truth? Uh, no. Um, That's why I said it. I think would make a very interesting TV series. And it's actually, seem, it could be being greenlit as we speak. And that is Diablo. I think Diablo as a storyline would make a very good um, TV series, not a movie. Um but I think it would be very good in itself to actually incorporate all of the different classes. Like you need a warrior class. You need, you need the the female witch or ranger or whatever it was in the first one. I can't remember. I think it was ranger, the archer or something like that. Then you had the mage and a witch doctor and have them all tell their own story to eventually come together to fight, you know, the demon lord or whatever. But I think Diablo would make a very good TV series, not necessarily a movie, but a good TV series. I know you're not a big particular fan of the Diablo storyline. But... Uh, no, it was never the story. I just find it very dark. Like the actual game is hard to see. It's dark. You know, you're in, in like catacombs. Uh, I'm well aware of it. That doesn't change the fact <laughs> that it's dark. <laughs> just making sure you understand the ambiance I understand. of what's happening it, here. It doesn't change the fact that it's dark okay okay in fact it kind of emphasizes the fact that it's dark how about one that was an absolute disaster and even There's though it so had many the rock <laughs> and um god what was the and i love this dude i can never remember his name to save my life mm-hmm. uh, carl uh, carl urban Mm-hmm. I love Carl Urban. It's got The Rock and it's got Carl Urban in it. Doom. You remember when Doom came out? No. I don't think I watched it. Oh, man. The only cool scene about it was I actually went into the, the uh, first person, like the game. So that was actually a pretty cool camera angle where he was running around with his gun and chainsaw. And all you saw was like the outline like from the first person angle. So that was kind of cool. 
But other than that, it was not real good. So, and I think Doom would make a decent one if done right. Yeah, could be. So, what about you? Um, I would say that another um, series that would probably be interesting movies because there's a lot of stuff that happens in it that you don't actually need to see. It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Maas. And it's actually just really neat, although it has quite a lot of sex in it and violence, of course. It's really good. Um, it's I find it very interesting. The characters are um, compelling. And it's just really neat to see how the main protagonist grows and develops. And it's really neat. I like it. I'd like right. to see it as a trilogy. Because I don't think you actually need, or even made for TV would be, I don't think it's ever going to be a blockbuster. But made for TV movies as a trilogy, or even a Netflix trilogy, that would be neat. I would like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Well, how about one Rawr. that uh, was not very good? Not, there's lots of those. I know. Well, continue. Actually, I can't think of a lot, to be honest. I'm like, what else? <laughs> there's a lot of those. A book? I really, I really <gasps> can't think of. Oh, my gosh. The worst movie I have ever seen from a book. Oh, okay. The worst. The worst. And I'm blanking on the friggin' name. That's oh, how bad no. it was. Okay, talk about yours, and I'll come back to it. All right, so I'll give you one. Or we'll start with... Uh... Wait, I remembered it. Okay. It's from 1998, uh-huh. and it's called Simon Birch. I don't know what that is. Okay, so it had quite a few big names in it. It had Jim Carrey and Ashley Judd and Oliver Platt in it. Okay. It's based on the book by John Irving um, called A Prayer for Owen Meany, which I've talked about before. And A Prayer for Owen Meany is an incredibly compelling book. And the characters are wonderfully developed. And it's heartbreaking. It is such a wonderful book. And so Owen Meany, as a short, he's he's a small person with a big voice. And um, he's, just, he's just short, basically. And he has his own quirks, etc. And in the movie, they actually made him uh, physically handicapped. Which is, there's nothing wrong with being physically handicapped. But it changed who Owen Meany was and how the people around him reacted to him. Right. And it just like it just changed the book so much because they just destroyed it. Like they just destroyed Owen Meany. And it's heartbreaking because the story itself is phenomenal. And um part of my grade 13 was that we all read this book and then we all did special projects on it. And this movie came out actually the year that um, I was in grade 13. And so we all went to watch it because it was super exciting and it was horrible, horrible. We were all very, very upset. I think they pissed off like half the town in my hometown with this movie because we'd all read the book. (sighs) Idiots. Idiots. They are idiots. I know. Hollywood. Girl. How dare they? 
friggin' Hollywood. They just can't leave stuff alone, man. I'm telling they you. They won't. Though. And that's the thing. Like, why would you take such an amazing book and ruin it? Because it's not theirs. So they get to make. But it, it was theirs. great. They got to try to make it theirs, and then they just screw it up. Well, they need to stop it. But idiots. I, I agree, but that's that's kind of what they do. I know, but we're talking about it specifically. I know, I know. I was just okay. Sorry, I've interrupted you twice now. No, Please no, 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 no. I'm done talking Video about it. Video I think would make a very good TV series or a good storyboard for our own TV or a movie. Anything to do with Elder Scrolls, Zelda. Elder Scrolls is quite interesting. I have to admit, I'm really enjoying. Which Elder Scrolls am I playing right now? Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. Clearly, my brain is working. I just love how she was all like, I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. Video games that make a great Skyrim. Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Skyrim, I, I agree with you. Elder Scrolls would be great. Elder Scrolls because there's a lot there, man. There's a whole bunch of lore that I think would be interesting to explore. Maybe not necessarily taking the games that are there, but maybe tell some stories that are like pre- prequel stuff like where did the empire come from where did the hios we know where they came from not gonna put them in the, the the mmo but you you know how did they become the the main force of of the world timorel it's gonna be kind of interesting it's it's such a huge world you could oh, do yeah. so much with that oh yeah you could do so much absolutely that would be a really neat television show yep and uh, a really great series so here's a here's a game movie that, that was based on a video game that I think not necessarily was a train wreck. I think I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was fun. I thought they told the wrong story to bring in people to keep it going. Warcraft. And it was Warcraft. I enjoyed it because I'm a Warcraft guy. I know I knew I the story. It. So I enjoyed yeah. it. If they would have started with Warcraft three the video game and told the story of Arthas, I think it would have done better to theater. I don't disagree, but I also think a lot of people would have been very confused about who the hell Arthas was and what was going on. And it's kind of sad that they couldn't continue because I think if they had been able to get to that point, people would have been like, wow, this is so cool. Cause that's what the video game is. People play Warcraft three and go, Oh my God, it's so cool. I've never played it. You're getting ready to though. Okay. Getting ready to remaster and re-release it. I love wow though. Um, and I think it's, it's got such potential to be such a great television show. Like as a series, I think it could do a lot of really good dramatizations. Dramatizations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, and I think it just got a bad rap. Like, and you know, it, everybody's like, well, it made this much money, but here's what people don't understand. It didn't make a lot of money here in the U S or in North America on the West. It made a lot of money in China. And the problem with that is China takes 90%. So Hollywood only got 10% of what they sold over there. So it didn't really make its money back. Which is unfortunate, but I think that's all. I think they'll start again. I think they will try again once Warcraft 3 is re-released and they have Vanilla WoW coming back out. And I think that they're going to get a, a bigger fan base again. I and I think they'll so, try again. But, man, the, the the director that they had was perfect. He's such a traditionalist. He, he was a huge Warcraft lore nerd. 
and that was his, he's been pitching that movie for years. <laughs> and he did. I was, thought it was great. And he was so faithful, or as faithful as he could be in Hollywood. And he was great. Yeah. yeah it, it, as someone who actually plays the game, he was great. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's for us nerds, though. Like, I th- <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I just thought they they chose. It was almost kind of like if you take Star Wars for example. Would it, would it have been as successful if he would have started with Vader as a kid or started with Vader as Darth Vader like he did? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think. Yeah, I think no, George, nobody would have cared about Anakin. I think George chose the right spot to start the story. I agree. So, eh, we'll see. I hope they, they go back and try to do it again, but I'm not holding my breath. That'd be a very long time to hold your breath. I know. I know. That's why I'm not doing it. There's this really neat series. I'm totally changing the subject now. There's this really neat series that takes place in London um, at the turn of the last century. I don't know. It's before the 1900s. Um, And it's a really neat mix of, it's called, um, I just blanked on what it's called, but it's a really really neat mix of um, London society at that time and technology. So they don't have like wackadoodle technology like we have now, but there was a lot of steam stuff. So it's called the um, Parasol Protectorate. And it's fantastic. And it has werewolves and vampires and ghosts and other things in it. And it's just so, so neat as a story. It would make a great television series because there's too much going on to actually just have it in movies unless you want like epic movies like Lord of the Rings. Well, who um, but that? it would make a really great television series because she has spinoffs from the main series into new series that can all be playing at the same time as well. It's really good. I really enjoy it. Well, you know, yep. I mean, so... I think one of the ones that I think everybody's been calling for and what what really shows the desire to see this made into a movie or a TV show or anything was back in, I don't know, God, it was like early, like 2008, maybe there was an April fool's joke where Nintendo made a fake trailer for Legend of Zelda, you talking about Zelda, the Legend of Zelda fake trailer, and people went bonkers, thinking it was going to be made into a movie. I would, even though it love looked absolute like complete cheese, everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's Zelda!" And I think, I think the idea of a Zelda show or a movie would it would be a license to print money. But again, that's another situation. Could you trust the movie makers not to screw it up? I would pay so much money to see that. <laughs> so much money. Heck, I'd help crowdfund that sucker. I it's I think it'd be good. I think it'd be very good. It's like I mean, you look at I mean, hell, you had a ready-made storyline with Assassin's Creed and Hollywood couldn't freaking screw it. They they can't help themselves but to screw it up. Oh, so true. So so true. You're not wrong. I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't know. But um, uh, do you get any more? So much money. Um, actually, I just found another trilogy that I read quite a while ago. Um, it's called the Empire Trilogy by mm-hmm. Raymond Feist and Janie Janie Wirtz, J A N N Y Wirtz. Uh huh. Um, 
It's fantastic, actually. So it's three books. It's The Daughter of the Empire, Servant of the Empire, and Mistress of the Empire. And it's fascinating. So this is set in Asian-inspired Kelowan, um, an enterworld where a coma honor drives the politicking of the ruling class. Mara is the new empress after her father and brother are killed and learns to navigate these deadly waters. It's She's an amazing character. And everything that happens in it is fascinating. I love it. It's got intrigue and murder and creatures and it's cool. I like it. Even if you just read it, you should totally go read it, the Empire Trilogy. But it would make a really good television show. Well, I mean, uh, it, it sounds like it. It's fun. It's a re- it's really well written, too. You know, there was one uh, book series that I thought, you know, looking back, they made two movies um, based off of them, which the series itself was very, very long. There was more books than that. And but I think they just they failed so bad on the second one, which surprisingly enough, they as bad as they did on the second one, they they were just as good on the first one. It was like <laughs> it was just because they didn't they couldn't cast the same people. I think what is it? And if they would have got Tom Cruise back as Lestat in the second movie, it might have oh. been better. But Interview with a Vampire was absolutely the, the Anne Rice Vampire Chronicles books. I know they got a kind of wonky there towards the end, and then she kind of brought it back. But I mean, Interview with a Vampire was fantastic. I agree. I really enjoy that movie. And as much, which is saying something. I don't like most of the actors. And what it. made it so funny is that she was so mad they cast Tom Cruise as Lestat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her. And then she saw it after the screen and she was like, oh my God, he's Lestat. <laughs> he did do a very good job. Hey, as, as cre- But he's naturally creepy. As, well, he is. And I say, as, as creepy as he is and as, as weird as Tom Cruise is, he's, he's actually a pretty, pretty good actor. Eh, depending on what it is, yeah. I, he's, but he's not. He's very good at picking his roles, though. He knows what he, he is, knows and, what he and can he does, and cannot do. True, he picks the roles that he has the strengths to do. And I have to admit, as much as I think he's a wackadoodle, he's not cardboard like Nicole Kidman is. Right. Yes, he can he actually was, play more than he was one dimension. Legend, man, he was legend. I love that movie. That movie I have so to admit, it's bad. So it was so cheesy, cheesy. But the greatest part so about cheesy. that movie was freaking Tim Curry as the devil. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, Tim Curry That's in anything. So true. I love that man. I'm so, I'm so sad that he can't do anything anymore. I know. I know. He was amazing. Ugh. Oh, I loved him in Clue. I loved him in everything. <laughs> I know, but if you haven't he seen Clue, sad. you should see He was even great in it. that weird freaking Cinemag softcore porn series they had. It was really weird. <laughs> what? He was like this weird... Uh, a spaceship captain that was just bizarre. He only showed up on like videos. It was so bizarre, and he like he's even good in that. <laughs> I've never heard of that, but he would be because he's Tim Curry. Like Tim Curry, man. Yeah, I love it. I like him. Yeah. He's awesome. I mean, it was way back in like back in the nineties when that shit was out. But yeah, he was good, man. I love Tim Curry. Ah. Love him in freaking Home Agreed. Alone too. I love him in It. He's Tim Curry's amazing. Uh, he's he's still the reason I'm scared of clowns. 
Yeah. And I am scared of clowns. Which is which is funny because the resort we're going to in Disney, the theme is Coney Island. And the pool has got a big ass clown. Its slide is a big ass yeah. clown. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. You didn't tell me this when we booked this. Good times. Yes. Good times. Girl. I think we'll bring it up here. We'll end it here. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Raven and Rants PC. We're on every podcast app you can think of. Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Pod, PodPod, CastBox, Stitcher. <laughs> Including the one you're listening to us on. SoundCloud, Radio Pulp. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Just find us. Give us a like, share, and a we're follow. We're taking over the world. We are. Um, I'm, I'm the brain. She's pinky. But until <laughs> next time, I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm Kat. Have a good one. Ciao. Work complete.